Hi everyone and welcome back to VLGA Connect. On the program today we're going to talk about the Back Your Neighbour campaign which has been launched ahead of the upcoming federal election, whenever that may be. This campaign is auspiced by the Local Government Mayoral Task Force supporting people seeking asylum. It's highlighting the treatment of people seeking asylum who live in the community. The chair of the task force is Greater Dandenong Mayor, Councillor Jim Mometti, who joins me now. Hello, Councillor. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Nice to meet you and welcome to the program for the first time. Um, not only are you the current mayor of Greater Dandenong, but I think you're in your fifth term and must be one of the longest serving mayors in the state that we have at the moment. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Now, why is this Back Your Neighbour campaign necessary right now, do you believe, Jim? It's very important, Chris. Uh, we have over 90,000 people awaiting their applications for protection. Many of these people have waited for over eight years. Uh, they're very vulnerable people and they've been living on the edge for years. Uh, these people are denied access to Centrelink, public housing, uh, homelessness services, and even Medicare. Mm. Uh, Back Your Neighbour uh, seeks to reverse these cruel policies and ensures that the federal government process asylum claims quickly and fairly. So how has the task force been formed? Who's part of it? Is it, it it's broader than just Greater Dandenong, correct? That's correct. Uh, there's over 37 councils nationwide uh, banding together to advocate for the rights of people seeking asylum. Uh, we have three tiers of membership, uh, the executive general members and supporters. Uh, the executive is made up of 10 councils and uh, we also have uh, general members and they consult on the task force. And then we have the supporter councils who uh, they, they are affecting people, then they help with our campaign activities, uh, Chris. So I noticed that the executive is made up of 10, um, they're all Victorian councils. I, I do want to mention them, Greater Dandenong, Kingston, Yarra, Casey, Moreland, Darabin, Hobsons Bay, Hume, Monash and Brimbank. Um, so it's some of the most culturally diverse municipalities in Victoria, mm -hmm. but the task force is open to councils from outside of this state, correct? That's correct. And uh, as you know, Greater Dandenong is also what, the most multicultural city in Australia, where we have over 158 different uh, nationalities and we speak over uh, 200 languages and follow over 100 different faiths. And there's many of those suburbs that you did mention are very similar to ours as well. Jim, does Greater Dandenong have a disproportionate number of people seeking asylum living in your community? We're actually the second highest number of people seeking asylum in Australia. Uh, I think uh, Canterbury and Bankstown has the highest number. And at the moment, there are about 1,200 people seeking asylum in Greater Dandenong. And that's the people that we know of that have come by boat. So there's many that have also arrived by plane and we don't have those statistics. What sort of nationalities are we talking about here? Do you have any breakdown on where yeah, these do, people actually. have come from? Uh, we have uh, the highest one is Iranian, the second is Sri Lankan, the third is stateless, and the fourth is the Afghan community. So um, one of the, um, the intentions, I think, of your campaign is to highlight the positives that these people seeking asylum bring to communities. And we've got people that have been living in communities, in some cases up to 10 years, waiting for their applications to be processed. What, what do you see as the positive benefits of having those people within our communities? Well, these people in our community that I've been living with for many, many years, probably over a decade, um, just for instance, the Afghan community, when we had the bushfire appeal uh, in early 2020, 
the Afghan community raised over $200,000. And many of those uh, Afghans that were seeking asylum or on refugee who didn't have any money to contribute, they actually contributed with labor. There was many of them that helped by painting, gardening, uh, fencing. So whatever they could help, they were more than happy to contribute back to Australia. So these are the positives. And we can see that many of those uh, community members who have actually settled uh, in Greater Dandenong, we have uh, many business people in uh, the Afghan Bazaar, the Little India precincts, and we have a South Asian culture in Springvale, which is very popular. So there's many, many uh, positives that they have contributed back to our mm. community. As I mentioned, some have been waiting for up to 10 years for applications to be processed. And we've heard some of those stories more recently with the, the Park Hotel and the Novak Djokovic uh, situation, which I'll come to uh, shortly. What does life look like for people in living under these circumstances and in some cases for so long? It's very difficult for them. I get to speak to many of them uh, on many occasions as I do go around the community. And unfortunately, there's been many that have been waiting for about 10 years now. And uh, they just tell me these sad stories that they're missing their family and they don't know where they stand in the community. And uh, it's very, very difficult for them. So, um, you know, it's just so heart-wrenching that these people have to go through these, unfortunately. Um, I, I want to come back to uh, what you're specifically calling on the federal government to do in just a moment, but can you paint a bit of a picture for us of what the impact on councils like yours and local charities, for example, is from having this situation continue? All these impacts on the local councils and charities are immense. Uh, since the pandemic, Greater Danon Council has distributed in excess of $1 million in food and material aid. Uh, to the people that are in need in our community. And a staggering 40% of those people having received aid have been people seeking asylum. So um, that's a huge amount. Uh, with such high numbers, anti-poverty strategies now being developed to address uh, the disproportionate need. Uh, Greater Dandenong Council isn't the only council who has had to increase its support measures for people seeking asylum. There are many other councils uh, around Victoria and Australia. So um, it's very concerning. So coming back to the campaign now and what you're calling on the federal government to do, and of course it's not lost on us that we're coming up to a federal election campaign, so I imagine you're looking for commitments from both sides of politics. What do you specifically want them to say and do? As a task force, we're calling on the federal government to replace the existing system with a single refugee status determination, uh, process and independent a timely and fair merits review, replace temporary protection visas with a permanent humanitarian visa, increase funding to urgently clear the backlog of asylum applications and appeals, and provide access to Centrelink, Medicare and other support services for applicants. These are all things that our normal everyday neighbours uh, have, uh, Chris, so it's very important that uh, they have access to like Centrelink and Medicare and things like that. And what sort of activities do you think the task force can undertake to, uh, to, to continue to highlight these issues and press our political decision makers for action? Well, we're, we're trying to secure meetings with federal politicians in Canberra. Um, so hopefully in the next month or two before the election that we'll be able to uh, do this. Uh, we have previously uh, been to Canberra before the last election. 
and uh, we weren't very successful at that time. But uh, things are changing, as you can see around the world. Uh, there, there's going to be more uh, refugees and asylum seekers, and uh, in Australia, I think we can do more. And our federal politicians have, can play a big part with that. What can individuals possibly do to assist, Jim? Individuals are very helpful. We've had over a thousand people uh, sign our petition, and um, we actually have a a walk happening. Sunday walk for justice for refugees on Sunday, April 10th. And we can urge uh, ordinary Australians to come and march with us on, on Sunday, April the 10th. Now I mentioned earlier, the the um, uh, the media attention on the Park Hotel uh, around the Novak Djokovic crisis, which seems to have gone away again in terms of attention. Those people in that, those particular circumstances, are they covered by your campaign or is that another question entirely? No, no, we definitely, uh, the refugees locked up in the Carlton Park Hotel require our support. Uh, we are advocating for the immediate release as they have been declared as refugees with refugee status. Uh, a number of the task force councils have already passed motions calling for the immediate release into the community. A fair refugee status determination process would not keep these individuals locked up. And unfortunately, we, where we saw those people uh, hanging over the windows and holding up signs when Novak Djokovic was held up. And he was only held up for a couple of days and he thought it was uh, difficult. But these people have been held up for many, many years and it's just unjust and we, we, we want change to happen and happen quickly. Jim, thank you for those insights and congratulations on uh, pulling together this task force. I do hope to see a lot more councils from around Australia joining in with what you're trying to achieve here. And I really appreciate you outlining just exactly why this is important on our program today. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. I've been speaking with Councillor Jim Mametti, the Mayor of Greater Dandenong and Chair of the Task Force that's leading this Back Your Neighbour campaign. Now, if you'd like to find out more about this as an individual perhaps wanting to sign the petition or find some more detail, you can go to backyourneighbour.com.au. If you're a council that wants to find out more about becoming part of the task force, there's uh, contact information on that site. Um, get in touch with the Secretariat and uh, they'll help you join in and become part of this important campaign, the Back Your Neighbour campaign. That's our program for today. Thanks for being with us on VLGA Connect. We'll be back with a governance update on Friday. Bye for now.